Hey, what's going on? We are live. We are live. This is Jesse Belvin with Recap, Rinse, Repeat. live we are live this is jesse belvin san diego california recap rinse repeat picks edition you know what it is um i am not going to be doing this one by myself though so i'm really excited about that but before i get into who i have on this uh podcast episode i want to talk about uh just um yeah some some shout outs to uh, some some awesome companies so first of all i want to give a quick shout out to our friends from kartra Hey, what's going on, you guys? I want to talk to you about Kartra. Uh, Kartra is not a sponsor of this podcast, but I am an affiliate with Kartra and highly recommend it to anybody uh, who is in the internet online marketing game. Uh, it, it is basically a one-stop shop, everything under one roof, uh, email marketing, funnels, membership sites. Uh, you can create an affiliate program with it. Uh, it pretty much does it all, and it is fantastic. Uh, the best part about it is simple. I've, I've tried the other guys. I've tried a lot of different companies out there, and uh, it is very simple, and I highly recommend it. So definitely test drive it. You can you can you can uh, get your hands on it for one dollar, fourteen day trial, and uh, I, I promise you you will not regret it. Uh, assuming you go through the videos and follow their step by step guide. So definitely check it out. If you need the affiliate link for it, uh, feel free to email me at jesse at belvinmedia.com and I will give you my direct affiliate link so you can try it one dollar, fourteen day trial, and uh, I promise you will not regret it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kartra. Also, Digital Diamond Hunter. If you've ever been wondering how to find the next cryptocurrency that goes 10x, 20x, or even 100x, look no further. Digital Diamond Hunter has weekly hidden diamond reports that can help put you ahead of the game. If you are somebody that is interested in crypto, whether you have some experience or you do not, definitely check out Digital Diamond Hunter. Don't worry about the uh, the URL, the link. I will post it in the description below. Um, but just in case you do wonder, it is enroll.digitaldiamondhunter.com. And uh, definitely check that out because they are fucking kick-ass. Lastly, um, I, if, if you are looking to get into sports betting, because that is what this episode is all about, we will be posting uh, different bookies that you can get involved with that we recommend. And guess what? Every time you sign up, you get a bonus. Uh, they'll match it 100%, 75%, depends on which book you choose. Uh, a lot of times you get bonuses for using cryptocurrency. So uh, yeah, if you haven't figured out how to do cryptocurrency, you can tell uh, Recap, Rinse, Repeat is all about it. So definitely check that out. Everything will be in the description below. Um, I'm not one of those people that likes to like talk about the links and all that stuff. Just, just check it out. Literally use your eyeballs, look down, check it out. You'll figure it out. Um, so we actually have some breaking news, but before we talk about the breaking news, I want to get uh, my boy on here who has agreed. I had to put a gun in his mouth and force him onto this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's actually one of the founders of the Picks Group. We kind of came together about this about a year ago, and we're kind of fucking around, and then decided, hey, let's start a sports gambling group. And um, 
It is completely free as of now, as of right now, it is completely free. And uh, this guy is, has been a big help, and his picks are fucking awesome, especially when it comes to basketball, which we are going to talk about here in a minute. I want to give a shout-out to Kyle Finley. Kyle, can you hear me? Yo, 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 what's going on? Awesome. Kyle's out in Vancouver, Washington, which is actually where I'm from, and thank God for Zoom. It is just like he is sitting here talking to me right in this office. So uh, first, let's talk about the breaking news. Doc Rivers, did you see that? I did. That literally just came out a minute ago. That that was actually pretty good timing. I was surprised he ended up in Philadelphia. I mean, what do you think about with that? All the uh, all the news stories coming out. I mean, it didn't really surprise me. But before before there was hints on where he was, you know, looking at. Yeah. That was the last place I expected him to end up. But. So so does that mean does that mean Dan Tony in your opinion is going to be with the Clippers? Honestly, I don't think he'll go to the Clippers. No. Uh, I think he'll end up in Indiana. Really? Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah McMillan's you know, position, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Dan Tony will end up in, in Indiana, but I will say that I've been saying that for about a week now, but if the rumors that came out yesterday about Oladipo wanting to leave Indiana, I'm going to go ahead and pull back on that statement. But if Oladipo if stays in Indiana, my guess is they will bring Dan Tony there because they want to turn Oladipo into the next James Harden. Okay, but let's say let's say D'Antoni goes to the Clippers. Do you think they do better with just that offensive mindset, or do you think that that's just more of the same shit? You know, I don't think the Clippers are built like that. Yeah, I think uh, well, I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I think uh, you know they're more of a, a defensive sure centric team, especially with Patrick Beverly and, and the way they're structured. I don't know if D'Antoni would be the answer in LA. Yeah, um, I I was honestly extremely surprised that they let go of Doc because, you know, Doc's a great coach. He's, you know, he's got a great record behind him. He's a big name. He's exactly someone who... He's a player's coach. Yeah. You know, would go after. Yeah, he's a player's coach. You yeah. Know? Um, I did read the reports that there was some different philosophical, <laughs> yeah. you know, ideas yeah. there between them and ownership, but... <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I was very shocked to see him leave L.A. But... Sure. Again, I guess anything can happen. I think the problem. Point. I think the problem is, is that there's no guarantee they have those two guys after this next year. So it's kind of like if you don't fucking win, that's that's could be yeah. that'll go down as one of the worst trades ever if those fucking guys bounce. Yeah, well, I mean, the Clippers don't have a first round pick till like 2027 or 2020. Right, I'm gonna be like 90 when they're able to pick in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, if they don't stick around, uh, they're they're in some serious trouble. But I, I will say this: I'm personally going to ignore all the rumors that have to do with PG and Kawhi leaving LA. They did not go to LA for for just the team. They went there because they were going home. Yeah, they're both and, LA guys. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, so uh, you know, there's going to be all kinds of rumors over the next you know year and you know year and however many months takes us to the next free agency season but the media just loves to make stories out of garbage and that's exactly what it just comes down to and at the end of the day pg and Kawhi are not going anywhere they went home for a reason you know they didn't go home for the clippers they they went home because it's home and uh they sure. play together and and just because they lost in the second round this year in their first year together to those guys they don't give a shit you know, they know how good they are. They know who they are, and they're going to keep rocking this. So uh, if they leave L.A., okay, shoot me, whatever. I'll be wrong. But 
I'm not going to be fucking. Hashtag fucking Kyle knows. Hashtag. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey. Fair enough. Let's be real though. They they lost on purpose. They didn't want to get waxed by the Lakers. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was a it was a PR move. <laughs> um. Did you? By the way, did you see what Kyrie said? Uh, yeah, about having a teammate that's actually... <laughs> what a fucking dumb fuck. Like, dude, what is... Like, imagine having that little, like, uh, self-awareness about the fact that your team was dog shit before LeBron came around, carried you guys to the finals. I, even if he hit a big shot, that one shot didn't win them the series. It didn't... It wasn't like, no. oh, they won that... That that shot went in, so they won, like, five, uh, four fucking games. That's not how no. fucking basketball works. Like, no. what a moron... Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a great shot. It was a sure, shot. sure. It was, it was one of the best shots in the history. But LeBron's block. <laughs> I mean, quite or not quite. Uh, Kyrie came out and apologized for how he acted to LeBron. So this is another one of those situations where he, I feel like his his britches are getting too big for him. Yeah. So I can see him turning around in the future and maybe not apologizing, but rephrasing how he meant that statement. What I, what I meant was like, you know, like, like Bron Bron, man, he's, you know, he's, he's good, man. He's like a top 20 all-time player. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm excited for Durant to come back, though. I really am. Yeah. He, it's good for basketball. For basketball, yeah. You know, I, <laughs> Slim Reaper, sensitive. Man, him and, I mean, I like Steph, I like Steph, uh, you know. He's about as sensitive as Donald oh, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being that LeBron and Steph went back and forth for so long, and then KD came in at like as like the the cousin who came and put them over the top because it was, you know, it, it definitely before LeBron or not before LeBron before KD joined the Warriors, it, it was fun, and then KD joined the Warriors, and it was like this is just stupid. It it who really was that? shitty for basketball. It really was. I, I mean, I will never back down from my statement that that team, that Warriors team, is by far better than the 90s Bulls. And people can argue all they want, but that Warrior team was better than the 90s Bulls as far as talent goes and their their ceiling. You don't – they had literally three of the top probably seven shooters. It wouldn't even, be, it wouldn't even be fucking close. Like, I, I get in arguments with my uncle all the time and, and my dad – um, my dad like goes back and forth. I swear he's got like amnesia and doesn't remember like being LeBron, like, you know, Dick Ryder. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, Oh, I don't want Jordan. Jordan is this Jordan is that. I'm like, dude, Jordan was fucking dunking on people who should be bagging groceries there. How many fucking white guys do we have to see Michael Jordan dunking on before we're like, who the fuck are these guys? The most unathletic dude, dude, our, our, by the way, our most heated argument is, who would win in a um, a fist fight <laughs> between in their primes, of course, Larry Bird or or LeBron? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, get that's a debate. No, because they because they because they 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 see the flopping, they see all that stuff, they see. But I'm like, dude, have you ever seen Larry Bird throw his punches? Those things look like you could take that shit all fucking day. LeBron is a world-class football player, <laughs> basketball player, the most athletic specimen we've ever fucking seen. Give me a break, dude. Hey, and at the end of the day, what do flops have to do with how tough or strong or... Right, know, playing the, the game, right. Is, you know, the, every NBA player flops at this point because it's how you get calls. It's how you, right. you, know, it's how you manipulate the game. At the end of the day... It's part of the game, and if you can trick the refs into thinking something, 
that is your prerogative. And if you're good at it, hey, that's that's part of the game, unfortunately. But it but it is part of the game. Who's I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now uh, on the on the Heat. Who's the um who's his ex teammate? The the big guy, the scary one. Uh, Le- LeBron's ex teammate. Yeah, on the Heat, uh, the big guy, with the uh, dreadlocks that are like tied together. Oh, Jay Crowder. Crowder, did you see those two kind of like? Dude, I did actually, and uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I was I was talking to a couple people about that after their first <laughs> little back and forth. LeBron comes down on the other side, and literally moves it. Yeah. Just moves it. And then the Crowder like slapped the ball, decisions. tried to slap the ball, right? And yeah. then And then did you see? It almost looked like. I think, by the way, I think Crowder's not somebody I would ever want to mess with ever. I'm just saying. No, no but, he's big, but he's not LeBron big. But did you see? Did you see Anthony Davis kind of standing there, almost like, like, and and Anthony Davis is one of those guys. Like we all know he's tall and big, but then all of a sudden you see him standing next to even like Bam. You're like, holy fuck! You're playing. It looks like you're playing with midgets, dude. Like <laughs> he is a big guy. Like it does not. Yeah. I think he's only listed listed at like what six eleven or six ten or something like that. But yeah. he just looks like he fucking towers over everybody. Well, he's long, man. He's he's definitely long. You know, he's like a KD, but thicker, honestly. And, yeah. you know, he, the fact that he played point guard growing up, that that's just, that's enabled him that's to crazy. become a different... It was like high school, monster. right? He was still handling the yeah. ball? That's fucking wild. Um, yeah. Well, if you look back even to his days in Kentucky, he even brought the ball up here and there. And, you know, Kyle Parry didn't want him to bring the ball up, but... He's just naturally a ball handler, so you know. If you, even if you look back to his college days, you know he's he's just naturally a, a ball handler and a playmaker. Not nearly to the level of LeBron, but you know he's just a world class player. Do you, as far as the series goes, obviously it looks like we've got a couple injuries going on. Um, do you do you see it? Is it over? I mean, are you you pretty much like it was it was over as soon as the, <laughs> the ball was tossed last night. <laughs> Now you should know, guys. Yeah. Kyle is a is a fucking LeBron apologist. I am too, but Kyle's at a different level. Kyle's like in an unhealthy. <laughs> Kyle would like would like looks like he'd probably like wax LeBron before like. <laughs> I, I would go down in flames defending that guy. Absolutely, what, he is he is the goat. And oh shit! I know, I know a lot of people don't want to oh. agree, but at the end of the day, he's the damn goat. If he does win this this title, by the way, for his third team, like I don't, I this is what I said you on mean when, huh? When when he you wins, win? when he wins, yeah. But th- <laughs> this is what I this is what I was saying on a Periscope, uh, I think yesterday or two days ago. It's like, like you could still say if somebody were like, "Hey, Jordan's the best of all time," I'd be like, "All right, well, you're fucking annoying, but whatever, okay." But like, don't be the person if LeBron wins. And says, oh, no, we're not even talking about that. Michael's better. Like, no, we're talking about that. That's three fucking teams. He went to the West. Nobody thought he would win in the West. He went to the West. They had the number one record. They're probably going to win the fucking finals. We're talking about it if, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about it. I mean, the, the LeBron haters will always find a way to try and discredit whatever he's done. And at the end of the day, you want to use the bubble as an excuse. You want to you use injuries as an excuse. You know, the Clippers' first year, I, I don't know. The, the excuses could go on and on. But at the end of the day, the dude's winning. This is his 10th NBA Finals. He's he's number one in, or number two in just about every fucking playoff statistic. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I just laugh at anybody 
these days who, who says that, you know, Michael well, Jordan is better. My, my, Michael Jordan was better at ridiculing his teammates. He was so much better at making them feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're both pretty good at that. Too. Maybe, not, maybe not ridiculing them, but I'm going to call it holding them accountable. Is what I'll call it. Right, the, uh, you the, know, what, what, doing this to, to fucking, uh, J.R. Smith. Like, oh, by yeah. the way, did you see that tweet I did about J.R. Smith? And it just fucking, like, took off, like, I, w- I was just messing around, but, like, he was doing, like, the, oh, in the picture, and I, like, I zoomed in and took, like, this big screenshot on Twitter, and I was like, when you're, <laughs> when you're in a group project and you got an A for doing nothing, <laughs> I literally <laughs> forgot J.R. Smith was on that fucking team until he was in that picture, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, you know, he's getting absolutely no play. And if you see the few minutes that he has played in this playoffs, they're absolutely dreadful. I mean, don't, and, and I'm, I'm not going to attribute to that to JR not being a solid player. I'm going to attribute that to not getting enough playing time and him needing consistent minutes to be a significant role player and to find his groove. He's not a guy, in my opinion that can come off the bench for two minutes a game and give you a little punch for the two to five minutes he's in the game. He's he's always been a guy who he needs solid minutes. He needs to be in the game actively, you know, uh, dealing with the on-court, you know, yeah. uh, whatever you want to call it. And, um, and that's where he becomes effective. But, you know, getting a shot up in garbage time and – I mean, if you really look at the highlights of this of this playoff, J.R. Smith has just been absolutely horrible when he's been in the dude, game. But, but I still love the fact that he's on the team. Dude, did you I see? Just love J.R. Smith. Did you see Dion Waiters gets a gets a fucking ring no matter who wins? Yeah, he's kind of like the the 2016 Andre Verzal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he he was the same thing when the Cavs and the and the Warriors played in 16. He got. He got a ring no matter who won, so it's just another situation like that. So hey, good for him. J.R. Smith is—he had a big year. Did you, did you ever see that video of him? Uh, it was when the uh, the riots were going on. Someone fucked with his car and he beat the oh, fuck he out, beat of the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. That made yeah. me like him even more. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how he gets on the camera. He like didn't apologize for it. I was like, fuck yeah, don't like that's like you fuck with my car and I catch you. You know, I'm a pro athlete. You're getting your ass yep. beat. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got enough money to bail myself out of jail. Fuck Ex- you. Exactly. Um, shit. Okay, so before we get over, I want to obviously talk picks and stuff like that. But before we do that, um, did you uh, – I know you have something you want to talk about. But before we get into that, I want to say, did you um, did you catch any of the debate? I did. I watched the majority of it. Um as most people feel. This is a safe space, a by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty much a joke. Um, it, I mean, I, I definitely feel like Chris Wallace's questions were slightly biased. And 100%. as far as with the point of cornering Trump and not really asking Biden too many pressing questions. Um, but, you know, I felt like, I felt like for the most part, it, you know, it is what it is. Biden avoided pretty much everything. Oh my God. He actually, plan. he actually fucking said, I'm not answering one of the questions. And was like, can't, I was like scratching my head. I'm like, can you just fucking do that? Like, I don't. Yeah. He, his whole game plan, it looked like was to not engage in arguments with Trump and just talk to the camera Yeah, and give, give the camera your good old 
pitchy bullshit. He had that I'm senile fucking like glare to the camera. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm like Joe. Do you even know where the fuck you're at right now? Like, yeah. give me and dude. Okay, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Obviously, I I saw the reports about the fucking hearing device. Blah blah blah. But he was obviously reading from something, right? I couldn't have been mm-hmm. the only person that saw yeah. him. Now, when he was looking down when Trump was talking, I thought that was suspicious. But it was when he was answering, he kept looking back down and then looking back up and then looking back down. I'm like, what in the fuck? How is nobody saying anything? Like, it was weird I mean, as fuck. You, you really think the DNC is going to let him go up there unscripted? I, oh, I definitely think he got, he wouldn't take a drug test. I think he got shot full of fucking something. Like, maybe he, like, snorted an Adderall or fucking did something. I mean, somehow they got him to not have a dementia moment. <laughs> um, other, I mean, other than his multiple stutters. and it, 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 Right. You know. And he, he, like, but, he, he, like, oh, dude, I was on Twitter. Like, he's got a speech impediment. I'm like, no, he's a corpse. That's the problem. The man is a fucking corpse. I, 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 I don't. And listen, you can like, you can like Trump, not like Trump. Like, I don't give a fuck. But that dude, you want that dude talking to China? Like, give me a break. Yikes. That's yeah. a big yikes. Um. Yeah, I was pretty much. I was. It was kind of weird. Like, obviously, I knew Trump was gonna come in and be a bully. Um. But it's like. When you get questions like basically like why are you such a racist and then fucking John Joe Biden gets like what's your favorite color I'm like what are we doing here what are we doing here like and did you see who's moderating this next debate it's like some guy that's already said on Twitter like basically like fucking never Trump never ever ever Trump like I was like this is the guy that's gonna be able to cut off his fucking mic this is who we're gonna give that permission to like give me a break dude they they still should have let Joe Rogan do it oh yeah. Oh, yeah, because then both sides get trash, and then we actually get, like, substance, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I saw I saw one person, um, as soon as Joe Rogan and that whole thing was getting floated, it was like one person came on The View, it was like a Democrat operative something-something, and they're like, why would we give airtime to a racist, misogynist, whatever, whatever, like Joe Rogan? I'm like, God, I called that shit. That was, that was like, you could see that coming from a mile away. Anybody that's going to not be able to be bought and paid for, who's going to ask real fucking questions, the, the Republicans are going to get trashed too. Like, why, yeah. why can we, why can, why, why is it one side is just off limits? You know, and then, and then like Chris Wallace was like, Trump, you're really going to like this question. Like, no, we don't want, I don't even want that. Just fucking ask normal questions. Ask, right. and then, and then when, when he says stuff like, um, Obviously, there's the Hunter Biden stuff, but what was he asking? He was asking some. Oh, he was like, name a name a fucking law enforcement agency that's back you. Name one, and and oh, and he, he sat there like a fucking deer in headlights. And then Chris Wallace like, okay, we're moving on. It's like, no, let him sit there and cook. Let him sit there and fucking his wires are crossed. <laughs> let him sit there and figure out what he's gonna say. GNC I, would never let it happen. It, it, the DNC would never let it happen. It drives me. By the way, guys, in case you're wondering, I am not one of those uh, down the middle people. I, I I see one side as a bunch of fucking lunatics, and uh, you know I I don't know what else to say. So um, yeah. I mean, for you know, for me, I, I I'm I will never say that I'm Democrat. I'm Republican. I'm I'm neither. To be honest, yeah, you're forgiven. I, I disagree <laughs> with both sides to some degree. I just happen to disagree with the fucking Democrats. A hell of a lot more than I do the Dem- or the Republicans, and it just seems like there's just so much more garbage and horseshit on that side of the of that side of the whole deal, and it, 
So, so just naturally, I'm a little more drawn to the Republican. Okay, so, so somebody that's down the middle. Let me ask you just a down the middle question. What do you think is the reason that they're pushing so hard all of a sudden for mail-in ballots? Well, I, I believe there's, it's, you know, there's fraud. Okay, so this is a down-the-middle person. (laughs) All the evidence, all the videos of people throwing away ballots, getting arrested for ballot fraud. That shit that was going on in Minneapolis? I was like, like ballot harvesting? The amount of videos I've seen on the internet, I'm just like, it's, 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 there's no way it can be fake. There's no way it can be just a conspiracy or whatever. Yes, I know a lot of people vote by mail, and I'm sure there's some legitimate aspect to it but you can't argue the fact that people are throwing away ballots and destroying ballots because i mean it's 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 fact it's been shown on video all over social media so who do you, i don't know how you discredit that but so so you don't have to say like who you're rooting for or anything like that but who if you were a betting person who would you say is going to win the election yeah uh you know i i want to say trump um, I would think if, it, if if there was no mail-in ballot, uh, no mail-ins, I think he would win. I think that this this whole thing with with the um, uh, Supreme Court and this push and like I just think it's gonna be messy, dude. It's gonna get so messy. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, you know, with all the the comments saying that we won't know the winner for weeks. Like, or yeah, months. exactly. Like, what the fuck that, is that about? That 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 concerns me a little, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just ready for the fucking circus to be over and to hopefully somewhat get back to our normal lives. Yeah, um, and uh, and hopefully uh, COVID goes with it. Right. <laughs> Regardless right. No, of who I'm wins. Sure, I'm sure if Joe Biden wins, it'll be uh, COVID will be gone by December. So. <laughs> He'll be sitting there with his, like, they'll, they'll have this fucking American flag in the background, and he's just sitting there, and he's like, I've got the fucking cure. And uh, yeah. we have not been sitting on this for months, I promise you. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 all crazy. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Well, we'll move on. Let's talk. Uh. Oh no, you said you wanted to you wanted to surprise me. You had something. Yeah, I do. I I recently came across something. It kind of dives into uh. You know, I know the last episode we were on, we talked about uh, cryptocurrency and uh, that whole industry and what's going on a little bit. Um. I just found something super interesting. Uh. Yesterday, actually, and I've been doing a little research. So. Uh. Obviously, I haven't had a whole lot of time to, to do my due diligence on it, but I wanted to give you an idea of what I found, and uh, I, I think it's really exciting. Have you, did you ever hear back in, I want to say it was, it, it might have been last year in 2019 or 18, um, but CryptoKitties, did you ever hear about CryptoKitties? Yeah, it was like on, something, uh, something that, was that the corrupt thing or no? No, so CryptoKitties was basically a, a game, like a collector's game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethereum yeah. blockchain. Yeah, and you could buy and sell and collect these different types of cats on the blockchain. Yeah, and people were buying them and selling them and making money off them, and it became this whole like collection game on the blockchain. And it was, and I remember it was kind of a big deal because it was clogging the network because it was taking up so much, uh, so much of the. Uh, there was just so much traffic going on, and it was pulling on the network pretty hard, and it was almost like it was congesting it really bad um so gas fees were going through the roof and all that kind of stuff like kind of what we're seeing today uh with all the DeFi going on but what i found is it's similar to crypto kitties except it's the nba and oh shit you know, exactly right 
Um, and, and the NBA has actually partnered with it. And that's another part that I find really, really interesting. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie of the Nets, and I believe the, the second player is Andre Iguodala. Um, I might be wrong on Iguodala, but I'm like 90% sure. I was trying to pull up the, the info I found, but since I'm in my truck, I, my internet kind of sucks. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was Iguodala was the other person who backed it. But what they did, um, I'm sure you know that sports cards are a huge Of course, huge yeah, they're right going now. huge, they're, yeah. They're blowing up bigger than ever right now. Um, well, this is essentially um, uh, digital sports cards, in a sense. Oh, wow. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it allows people to um, buy and own and collect uh, these different NBA highlights and essentially collect them, so to speak. So what it's called is it's called Top Shot, and it's run by uh, this uh, company called Dapper Labs, who also created CryptoKitties. Um, back when they were really successful. Well, what they've done now with the NBA is they've almost created like this um, digital, it's almost like a digital card highlight uh, platform mm -hmm. where, where they basically mint and create these different highlights. And with each highlight, you know, obviously each one has its own value. Say, say you buy, you know, um, a pack of highlights or you know, in the real world, you'd be like buying a pack of cards, but you buy a pack of highlights and you there, you're guaranteed one, you know, say Eastern conference finals highlight. And mm -hmm. then the other ones are just normal highlights throughout the last year. And, you know, the pack will be like a 2019, uh, backcourt pack or something like that. And by buying the pack, you get these different highlights, right? Well, what you can now do is you have a showcase on your back office on top shot where you can display these highlights that you own. And it's in uh, each highlight that you have has a video of the highlight and it shows you like a really cool angle and video and you get to watch the highlight over and over. And then it also has different, it looks almost like you're buying a cube and on each cube there's different um, pieces of information that pertain to the highlight, where whether it's the date, uh, the score of the game, uh, a cool statistic that happened with it, and then, um, you know, the names of the team, the player, and basically you're just owning a, owning a highlight. And there's only so many of all these highlights that are minted mm -hmm. by Topshop. So, so, you know, and they're, they're labeled as like, you know, they have like, you know, how a card has a serial number and, you know, it's card number 84 out of 150 kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So all these highlights are, are character categorized just like that except it's like an online marketplace where certain highlights are minted and you can buy these packs to try and get you know higher value um highlights and basically buy and sell them and collect them on this back office so it's basically like an nba version of crypto kitties on the blockchain but it's all connected through through this website on what's called and, and it's run on what's called the flow blockchain so it's uh it's pretty cool you know i like i said i've only been researching it for about the past 24 hours and i've been kind of diving into it um and seeing exactly how it works but it's uh it's it, i think it's going to be really big you know crypto kitties got huge mm -hmm. you know the nba finals is on right now they just launched their beta today for people to mess around on the marketplace mess, mess around with their their collection you know put stuff in their showcase buy packs of car or packs of highlights and all that kind of stuff um, and I just thought it was a really cool, interesting um, 
dynamic since we're talking sports um, and we talked crypto before that. Um, yeah, so just a kind of a fun little project to look out for. Yeah, that's and dope. For those. Um, but yeah, and you know, the more I look into it, the more we can dive into it if you had interest in it. But, uh, but yeah, it's pretty wild. That's dope. And then for those of you guys that don't know, obviously I have multiple podcasts. Kyle is actually like, he's my go-to for everything crypto. So, um, how long have you been doing crypto for? Uh, since May of 2017. So he's any, anytime there's basketball or crypto related, Kyle's on the phone with me. Like I'm, um, he's my go-to for, for <laughs> specifically LeBron James related, but, <laughs> but he also knows basketball. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about picks and stuff like that. But beforehand, I got one more curveball for Kyle. Uh, just because uh, very rarely do I actually have somebody on my picks uh, podcast episode. So Thank Kyle, you. I'm in Vegas. This is just a story time for those of you guys listening. So I'm in, I'm in Vegas with Kyle and we're having a fun time over there partying. Uh, we were at, uh, shit, what was the, what was the hotel? Uh, Flamingo. Pink Flamingo? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're in this suite and Kyle decides he's going to tell me about this company. This company is not... Not affiliated with this podcast whatsoever. I should probably put that out there. But um, uh, Manscaped. So Kyle tells me about this Manscaped race. <laughs> so, of course, now Kyle doesn't get any fucking affiliate commissions, royalties, nothing. I go out there. I'm like, right, I'm going to get this fucking razor. I have not told Kyle the story yet, but I'm going to tell him right now on the podcast because I like to keep things fucking interesting. On this podcast, I get to say whatever I want. So, Kyle, that fucking thing tore me to pieces. What? Yeah. Twice. I mean, my, my fucking balls damn near fell out on, on the floor and I had to like pick them back up. No, not that bad, but I must have been doing it wrong. I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to wait for a special moment to tell you. I mean, 98% of what it did was fantastic, but I must have fucking been angling it wrong or something because I, I uh, well, let's just say I, I hurt myself twice doing that. Do you have that... thoughts on what I'm telling you right now? <laughs> Do I have what? Do you have thoughts? Do you have any? Uh, you did the impossible, my friend. Uh, I have tried to cut myself with that, and I failed. You've gotten de- Kyle's gotten depressed, and he's taking the silicone, the silicone razor, and trying to <laughs> slash his wrist with it, and it, it just will not do it. And it just doesn't work. <laughs> no, dude. I was sitting there. I was like, we were watching um, HBO, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go fucking. Eric was watching some show, and I'm like, I'm gonna go take care of it. And I went up there and I was like getting all cocky. I was like, oh man, this is great. Fucking just taking care of everything. In the beginning, it's still really weird because you're like, I am fucking, I am just going to town. Like I am, I'm taking care of business. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, what was that? And I was like, oh man, it must have, must have just been, uh, must have just been something weird. Then all of a sudden I'm fucking two different fucking times. We had blood. We absolutely oh. had fucking blood. And I was like. What is happening? I got rushed to the hospital. They uh, they said, uh, you know, um, good thing you have huge balls and a huge, you know, a huge Johnson. <laughs> Otherwise, dude, could, by the way, off topic, could you imagine having to like deal with something like that? And uh, like they take you into a cold room or something like that. You've got like a nurse or something that comes in and like it's just not impressive. Could you imagine something like that? Or like, or, like <laughs> your balls were hanging out or something? <laughs> nah, dude, that's why I bought the Manscaped so I don't ever have to deal with that. <laughs> and, and there's the plug and he's like, and you can get Manscaped too at manscaped.com. <laughs> It, it's a, by the way, it is a really good package. Like the whole fucking thing they come with. I got. I think I might even be wearing the underwear right now. They give you underwear. They give you a razor. They give you like this Dude, newspaper. Hey, in all fairness, the underwear suck. 
Oh, does it suck? I, I don't know. I, I wore them for the first time, like, like I want to <laughs> say six days ago. Yeah. And uh, I feel like every time I bent over, my ass crack was showing. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, these, okay, are, I, these, I, are yeah. these are getting thrown out. <laughs> okay. Getting thrown out. Okay. So I have noticed uh, I'll be wearing sweats. Like, I wear Jordan sweats pretty much daily. And when I was wearing the Manscaped underwear, um, I'm still very much on display if I'm if I'm walking out to the grocery store or something. Like Eric has literally been like, "Dude, what the fuck is going on over there?" And so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you're if you're um, self conscious about, we'll just say being on display, uh, yeah, probably avoid their underwear. So sorry, they're never going to be a sponsor of this of this podcast. I can almost guarantee it. So, anyways, yeah, I wanted to throw you that curveball and let you know live on this podcast that. Uh, Guys, I'm sure it does work. It's probably just an angle issue, yeah. but just live, live on this podcast. Jesse does the impossible. Yeah, cuts his balls <laughs> open twice. Yeah. So okay, we're gonna move over to the NFL, which is actually something we were planning on talking about, and um, I'm gonna go through really quickly. This is gonna be like rapid fire, Kyle. We're gonna go through the list of who we just think is gonna win. Right. So everybody's got different odds, different spreads, that sort of thing. We're gonna just go through who we think is gonna win. And then I'm going to give you my my uh, my teaser for the week because there's no UFC that I really want to talk about. Um, and then Kyle, um, we're going to go. We're going to see what your teaser is. And Kyle's teaser might include basketball. It might not. I don't really know. Um, but I'm going to go through my teaser after we go through who's going to win. So Kyle, tonight obviously we've got the Jets versus the Broncos. Who do you like in that matchup just to win? You know. Uh, with how horrible the Jets have been playing, I'm going to go with the Broncos, even though I don't believe Drew Locke is playing. No, I don't think he is either, but um, I, this is obviously like the, the turd bowl. Like I, I, they're both just dog shit teams. Um, I, I actually think that the Jets are more in like a must win because I think their coach is getting fired if they don't. Um, just like Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, make no mistake, if the Falcons have another fucking thing, by the way, if, where they're like up and then all of a sudden they lose again, that Dan yeah. Quinn is going to be fired. He's going to be fired, and he's going to be back to being the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks in, like, probably two weeks' time. So uh, <laughs> so then we've got Cardinals-Panthers. Who do you got in that? Uh, Cardinals-Panthers. Who did I, who did I have on that? I think it's in uh, Carolina. I think I had the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, that's who I have, too. That, um, we got Baltimore-Washington football team. <laughs> Uh, obviously Baltimore. Okay. I agree. Um, Cleveland Browns and uh, the Dallas Cowboys. In Dallas. Dallas Dallas Cowboys. Okay, I got that too. Um, Colts versus Bears in Chicago. Uh, Colts. Okay. Uh, I think I, I actually... Oof, I agree with you. Actually, you know, I'm going to disagree with you. And here's why. Because they got Big Dick Nick for the, for the Bears. And the Colts, Phillip Rivers... Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna look fucking retarded here. I think. Um, excuse me. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look really dumb here. Excuse me. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears. I just think. Uh, but I think you're probably. <laughs> don't bet on that one, guys. Though, you gotta remember. Also, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, and they're they're in our division. Sure. So, aka, fuck the Bears. The Bears. Fuck the Bears. Okay, so fuck the Bears. so we'll mark that as a as a as a, a disagreement, and we'll come back next week and we'll see who was right about that. I have a feeling you're gonna probably be right about that, but. Um, okay, so Jacksonville and Cincy, the Bengals, in, in Cincinnati. That'll be Jacksonville. Okay, so Bengals you... I think that's an upset. So that's... Okay, so you got the, the Jaguars as an upset. I'm going to go Bengals. So, Joe Burrow, huh? Uh, I actually think Joe Burrow is pretty good. 
Yeah, he is, but the Bengals are terrible. Yeah, that that that's true. Um, but I mean, it's not like it's not like the Jaguars are you know the second coming hey, of <laughs> Minshew, bro. He's he's a coup out here on the West Coast. Represent. He's got jorts till he that's dies. Right. Jean shorts till uh, he dies. DJ DJ Chalk is coming back, I believe, too. So. Okay. The wide receiver. Okay, so we disagree there. So, um, Chargers, Buccaneers. Bucks. I agree there. Uh, Vikings, Texans. No, that game's not on. Vikings, Texans? Is that? I didn't think that game uh, was going. I thought no, the Vikings. I thought it was the Titans and Steelers. That You're right. Okay, so Vikings were okay. They had no. They had no uh, positive test. So yeah, Vikings, Texans. Who do you got? This is a, this know, is a both both uh, haven't won a game so. I'm probably going to go with Minnesota. Okay. I actually, oof. I think I'm going to go with the Texans, but I'm not confident. I would not, gun in my mouth, I would just probably tell them to pull the trigger because I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't really have a good feel for that game. Um, so then we've got, uh, we've got Saints and Lions. Well, I'm going to go against my, my, uh, not against my team, but against my better thoughts. And I'm going to say the Lions are going to, Pull an upset on this one. I actually do. I actually for a game. I I I. And the Saints are looking not like the twenty nineteen Saints. Is is Detroit? Is that is that turf? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Saints. I think I think that I know. Like, oh wow, what a, what a, I went out on a limb there. But no, I think I just think that Drew Brees. He's just he just I have I've had him on my fantasy team when he plays like in grass like outdoors. He is just a mm-hmm. different quarterback. If he plays on turf, he's. I mean, he, his arm looks weak this year, but, it, it, yeah. you know, so we'll see what well, happens. Lions got Kenny Galladay back, the number one. Oh, yeah, that's receiver, true. So, yeah. So, and Stafford's looked really good. And uh, I got I Stafford think, on my team. I think we're, we're due for an upset. Seahawks, Dolphins in Miami. Oh, easily Seahawks. Okay, so I'm going to – I do agree, but I, I actually have the Dolphins as one of my teaser picks, and I'll, I'll explain why in a minute. Um, so the uh, – We've got the Giants, who I believe are winless, um, versus uh, in LA versus the Rams. Uh, the Rams. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. God, I really like that team too. For um, fuck, I really like that team for a teaser. Also, um, Rams have completely just fucking killed it for me on teasers. Um, and who else do we've got? We've got Buffalo Bills, and we've got the Raiders. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah, that's that's who I've got, too. And then uh, we've got Patriots versus Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. All right, and then we've got... Fuck, man. Uh, then we've got uh, Eagles versus 49ers. You know, this was a tough one because of all the uh, injuries, all the 49 <laughs> yeah, forty nine injuries. But they definitely proved that they're deep as shit. Yeah, so they're good. I'm gonna go with my uh, my gut and say the 49ers. Okay, so then we got Falcons and Green Bay. Green Bay. Okay, and I've got Green Bay too. Okay, so here here's I just I sorry all of a sudden I sounded disinterested because I've got a serious dilemma here. So I went through that. And I really, really like – I like doing the teasers that are like the 10 points, the max, because to me I would just rather feel confident that there's going to be a win and take the slightly less payout. That's just how I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Smart way to play it. Right. So I mean, that's why I mean, we fucking racked out last week. So I've got currently 
Now this is the, 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 for those of you guys that don't know, teasing is essentially parlays, but you get, um, you get better odds, but you get a, a shittier payout, if that makes sense. So the spread is, is a lot more on in the individual games, but the payout is not as good. And for obvious reasons, because you're, you're more likely to fucking hit on these games. So the 49ers, after the tease is done, after my 10 point tease is done, I've got the 49ers, uh, who are now the underdogs by three points. And I fucking love that against the Eagles. It's in San Francisco. They they are good. Doesn't really matter who they're playing. They are injured, but the the Eagles are dog shit. And uh, I mean they 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 basically just took the tie versus uh, Cincinnati last week, which was in overtime, which was just yeah. abysmal. Um, so I got a question for you. Yeah. Is, is are the 49ers at twenty five percent capacity in their stadium? <laughs> Oh Sorry. man, you know I actually don't know if they're allowing fans because I I feel like the home court really isn't playing as big of a factor for the teams that have absolutely zero fans in the stadium. No, you I I, I, mean? I agree with that. Um, I just think that uh, you know, I because then I'm thinking like, okay, so like hotel visits versus staying in your house. Um, obviously, you going into NorCal and smelling that homeless shit smell has got to be that's got to be rough for uh, <laughs> for away football teams. No, I I just uh, what do you mean? They're from Philadelphia. They're used to that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, snap, snap, snap. oh, shots fired. Um, so I okay. So I'm gonna need you to talk me out of one team uh, because I really like the Rams, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna so I'm gonna do the math here in just a second. So we've got the 49ers. At plus three, we've got the Dolphins at plus 17. And I'm going to tell you why I think the Dolphins at plus 17 is really smart. Because, first of all, 17 points is astronomical. That's that's It's just a massive amount of points. Now, Seahawks are natural. I, I listened to Pete Carroll. He said, I don't know why we keep getting into these down-to-the-wire games. I don't know why. It's just the way our fucking team's built. It is what it is. So... The Seahawks defense not only has given up a historical amount of yards, um, but their defense is even more banged up. Every week it gets more and more banged up. They've got guys who are for sure not playing next week. Adams isn't playing. Uh, Dunbar, I doubt, is playing. Their their rookie, Jordan Brooks, isn't playing. Um, They are fucking banged up. And so I just see this game being one of those games where we win probably by like 10 points. But I'll bet you it's going to be close. I bet you they give up a ton of yards. I think Fitzpatrick is actually competent. I mean, he came back. He looked really good against the Jaguars last week. And I don't think that the Seahawks have a good defense at all. I think their offense is really good. I think they're going to probably put up like 40 points. But I definitely think that uh, that the uh, the Dolphins score a lot of points. In fact, I think the over is like 54. I could even see that being a, a fairly smart fucking play for, um, for just taking an over, like as far as total yeah. points go. Um, so I have the Dolphins at plus 17. I got the 49ers at p- plus 3. And then I have the Ravens going against uh, uh, the Washington, Washington football team. Yeah, And I have them uh, a, a four-point favorite uh, after, the, after the spread. I think they go in there and they beat the fuck out of them after losing to Kansas City the way they did. I think they're going to be fast. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Uh, Washington football team has been giving up like 30 points a game. I think to normal teams, I think the Ravens are going to score a lot of points on them. I think they'll shut them down defensively. So I, I, that's the one I'm probably the least likely to move on because I think uh, I think they'll win by more than four points. So, so I like that. Um, but 
I really want to put in. I just saw it while we were while we were talking. I really want to put in uh, the Los Angeles Rams. So if we put in the Rams, they would be getting see ten points. So they would have to win by three or more points against the New York Giants in LA. I think that that is fucking smart. So yeah, ten, that's an easy play. Yeah. So tell me who you would throw that in for out of the two the other two teams, the Niners at plus three and the Dolphins plus seventeen. Who would you put that them in for? So who would I add along with those two? Yeah, because I'm not going to do a fourteen teaser, even though that gives us better odds. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the Rams in for either the Niners or the Dolphins because I just think that that is a really I would, smart. I would throw it in for the Dolphins. You think that's you still think they can lose by more than seventeen? Uh, yes. But you feel confident that the Niners will win by uh, or will will lose by or will win or lose by less than three. Over the Dolphins, yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm going to switch it to. Um, that is a that is a first ever where I'm getting uh, my teaser. We 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 came up with a a, a teamwork teaser, and uh, <laughs> and so we'll we'll I'll come up with a fucking nickname for it or something later on. But yeah, we just um, holy fuck, some odds just swing like crazy for the Ravens game. But um, okay, so we're gonna do. I believe it's the Ravens. Let me actually. I'm actually gonna place this while we're on, so I can make sure I get it here. So we're gonna take the Ravens. We are gonna take the. Um, so we're not going to take Seattle. So that was one I felt really confident about. But we're going to take the Rams, um, and then we're going to take who was the other team? Uh, 49ers. Let's let's just go find them. San Francisco. You know another another reason why I would take the plus. 17 even yeah. though you say that Seattle's defense is banged up cuz they're they're in Seattle aren't they No they're in Miami They're in Miami I know I don't know I just I just feel like you know the fact that the fans are really not a huge you know uh factor here Yeah the the home home stadium is as, as much of a, a factor and like you said the this a lot of the Seahawks games have been close but every year they have at least a few big blowout games, and I think this is I think this is their first blowout game. Okay, so I, I think this is going to be my I think I'm going to do a max play here because I don't normally do max plays, and I just I feel really like I'm like I'm looking at this. I I don't mm-hmm. the, the Niners don't make me nervous. I literally think that 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 the Niners are actually good regardless of the injuries, and I think and I think the the. Eagles are dog shit. I mean, if you're listening, I think they are dog shit. <laughs> so we're going to go Niners. We're going to go um, Dolphins. And we're going to go Ravens. And uh, for the tease, we're going to do the max tease. So it's a sweetheart NFL teaser for 10 points. What were you going to say? How many units? I'm going to do 10 units. I'm going to do a max play. 10? Yeah. I'm going to just fucking go with it. I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I've done enough research on this. Uh, we, we fucking murdered it last week. And, uh, I think it was like, what it was like 12 and a half points by, by Monday from the bets. Uh, I did include basketball on that one, but I'm not going to hear, I'm going to do 10 units here and, uh, that's how I'm going to roll. So this is, if you guys are listening to this, you're listening to it on a Friday. Hopefully nobody on either of these teams dies. Um, hopefully they never die, but, uh, hopefully they don't die from now between the game because, uh, I'm locking this in right now, locked in, 10 points, uh, 10 units, and uh, we're getting the Baltimore Ravens at negative four, uh, so that means they are the four-point favorite, we got the Rams at three-point favorite, and we got the 49ers at a 
three-point underdog versus the dog shit Philadelphia Eagles, and I feel great about that. Kyle, what do you got for us? Well, I got a. I actually did not do any teasers for this uh, this Sunday. Okay. I do have. Um, I went above my normal uh, my normal uh, risk management uh, advice, and I got about let's see fourteen point two five units on the Sunday total, mm-hmm. um, and I have them split between two parlays. Uh, my first seven unit parlay. Um, I got the, I, and they're all money lines. I did no spreads, no teasers. Okay. Nothing, okay. Nothing but nothing but money line plays. And, uh, for the first seven units, I got a three team parlay with Seattle winning Baltimore winning and the Rams winning. Um, and that, that pays out about five point five point one units, um, for a seven unit bet. For a seven-unit bet, okay, um, okay, I, I just felt super confident about that since they're all money lines, and I don't see the Ravens losing, I don't see the Seahawks losing, or the Rams. Sure, um, I mean the Rams are a minus eight hundred on the money line, <laughs> or minus seven fifteen. The Ravens are a minus eight hundred, and the Seahawks are a minus two eighty-five. So I mean, I feel pretty pretty confident with all three of those. And sure. Then, um, <clears throat> for the other seven point two five units. Um, I actually have a five-team parlay um, where I did the exact same Seattle, Baltimore, L.A. Rams, and then I added the Chiefs uh, money line and the Buccaneers money line. Okay. And that pays out, it looks like, 14.6 units. So uh, basically a potential of uh, close to 20-unit payout. If, uh, if all goes well. Awesome. Awesome. So recap that real quick one more time. So for those of you guys that are writing this down or, or taking these picks. Yes. So the first uh, five, the five team parlay is a Seattle Seahawks money line, Baltimore Ravens money line, uh, LA Rams money line, Chiefs money line, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line. And that's seven and a half or yeah, 7.25 units to win 14.6. Whew, nasty. Uh, and then the first one, was, which was the three-team parlay, is seven units to win 5.1 uh, units, and that is just the Seattle Seahawks money line, Baltimore Ravens money line, and the LA Rams money line. Awesome, awesome. So for those of you guys that are betting, definitely lock those in. Um, we, we pretty much kill fucking teasers. Parlays are a little different, but at the same time, he's choosing choosing parlays with money lines where the, the it's it's they're they're pretty solid fucking picks i'll just be honest so kyle do you have anything going on for basketball tonight or not tonight but uh it's tomorrow right for tomorrow yeah yeah well it'll be today as for the people who are yeah listening. But, uh, <laughs> uh you know as of right now i'm, I'm kind of waiting to see how these odds play out sure. with the injuries that happened um uh, and as of right now i i only have an la money line bet and uh I, I put about seven units on it to win two and a half units. Um, and that's just because I'm disgustingly <laughs> confident and I'm free, willing free to risk that units. much just for a small amount. Yeah. Uh, Cause <laughs> I, this, this series is over. Yeah. It, it, it was over. Yesterday it's a rub. It's a rub. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, the heat are the, are the weakest team the LA Lakers have seen the entire playoffs. I mean, Portland, in my opinion, um, 
was a stronger team than the Heat. I mean, you know, nothing against the five seed. And, you know, they had an amazing run. They made a bunch of money off them in the Eastern Conference uh, semifinals and the finals um, just because they were running through the East like nothing. But, uh, but yeah, L.A. is just in a different a different ballpark than these guys. And uh, this series is over. I tend to concur so, with you, sir. Uh, yes. Awesome. I will, I will tell you this. I did throw a little uh, future bet in for the Seahawks winning the uh, winning the Super Bowl, and then I also threw another future prop bet, which was uh, uh, Seattle and Kansas City to meet in the Super that's Bowl. Who, that's the prop I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I put I put one unit on to win twenty five. So that that I think is a pretty solid future prop bet. So for anybody out there looking for a solid future prop bet. I would say the uh, the risk to reward in that setup is is more than friendly. Yeah, the only team in the NFC I'm I'm just remotely like analyzing like a little nervous. I would say, um, actually, actually I shouldn't say the only team because because the Rams are good, Forty uh, Nine ers mm-hmm. if they're healthy are good, um, but mm-hmm. the the Packers are a little make me a little nervous. So the Pack- yeah, they're playing really good. Yeah, I mean Seattle's Seattle's got the MVP. So in my opinion, so that's. That's uh that makes me feel good, but that defense is dog shit. So yeah. hopefully they figure that out. Um, all right, well we are wrapping up now. Obviously this uh, this podcast was a lot more fun to do when we have somebody else on here. So we'll try to have Kyle on. Uh, we'll try it. Try to have him on weekly. I mean he obviously helps us with the uh, the picks group, and he is fucking lights out when it comes to basketball. So if he puts something in that picks group, by the way the picks group is free. You can check it out on Facebook. Free uh, recap, rinse, repeat picks. Um, and if you, if you've never bet online, never done like online sports betting, obviously we have a pin post there. It walks you through how to get set up. And, uh, Kyle absolutely kills it when it comes to basketball. Um, he kills it when it comes to football too. And, uh, it's definitely something that you want to check out. And, uh, Kyle, any last words before we wrap this up? No, no, I don't think so, man. I appreciate you having me on and, uh, I've always enjoyed doing it. Let's, uh, let's do it again next week. Awesome, man. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, like I said, we'll wrap this up. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for checking this out, you guys. And, uh, oh yeah, make sure fucking head to the store, recapwithrepeat.com, click the fucking shop and get yourself a hoodie or a shirt or, uh, or don't ever talk to me again. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) every shirt you purchase, every, every time you share something, every article you read, um, every uh, piece of hate mail you give me, it only improves the website. So with that, guys, take care. We will talk to you soon. And DJ, drop that beat.